Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Ask for Trey Biddy. So, Trey, I haven't seen anybody yes, go to the transfer portal today, have they? No, it's been pretty quiet today. I mean, wow. I mean, I guess it would be, you'd say it's been completely quiet. So, um, you know, like I've said before, we've all, we're all going through this together, so it's hard to know exactly what to expect. I kind of thought, my assumption anyway, was that, you know, of all the people transferring out and stuff, you'd, you'd start hearing about it, uh, you know, throughout the week. You know, just a guy here, a guy there, versus everybody just kind of, you know, putting it out on December 5th. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. They still got, uh, I would assume, a lot of meetings left. That's why they asked for a four-day dead period so they could meet with everybody. And then uh, the, uh, so I guess you got Thursday, I guess the rest of the day, and then Thursday um, to do meetings. And then Friday is the start of uh, the contact period and stuff. So they can start getting back with recruits and things like that. So, um yeah, but just don't don't know whole, totally what to expect. I guess we haven't heard anything really since uh, Reed Bauer yesterday and Ricky Stromberg. And you know, you'd think you might hear. I mean, we expect Drew Sanders to declare. You know, you think that maybe they were spacing it out because you had Jaden Hazelwood the day before yesterday, and then uh, Stromberg, and you know. So I assume we'll hear about. I, I don't know when we would hear like what kind of decision KJ is making. That, that might be later on, but who knows? But uh, I would figure we'd hear something about Drew Sanders anytime. Well, you're, when you're talking about KJ, you're not thinking he wouldn't play in the bowl game, are you? No, I'm not. I think he will, uh, regardless of what he decides. But uh, I think Drew Sanders probably would not. It would be yeah. my guess. I'm guessing. So we'll I mean, we'll see heard, what happens. Yeah. KJ, and and you're thinking when you bring that up because I'm sure every. Um, Razorback fans, heart skipped a beat when you just even mentioned KJ. He's got mm-hmm. another year of eligibility. Yes. Most people you got do two not if he think, wants it. Most, yeah, most people do not think he'd be drafted. So are you right. thinking he's thinking of either trying to get there as a free agent or are you thinking he would go to another school? No, I, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting okay. that he would declare and, and hope for the best. I mean, I, I, I just know a lot of guys, I don't think that would be the right decision. I think KJ would really benefit by coming back another year. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys have it in their head what they're going to do that year leading in. I mean, I think yeah. Jaden Hazelwood could help his stock with another year coming back, you know, having yes, a could. healthy shoulder and, you know, another year removed from that ACL surgery that he had. Uh, but I also know that he had in his head when he came to Arkansas that he was – one and done, you know. Right. So, yeah. uh, and I know that KJ, when we talked to him at the bowl game last year, that he said he felt like he needed another year. And that was the language that he used when he said that. I'm thinking, okay, well, you're just going to be a junior next year. You need another year. That means, sounds like you're thinking, planning, you know, this be your last year. But, you know, it didn't go quite the way that it should have, I guess, with going six and six. And, you know, KJ missing two games, being really hobbled in another game, although he's still right there, uh, very close to breaking some records at Arkansas. So, uh, in terms of efficiency and completion percentage, those are both possible. So we'll see. 
but uh, I think he would he would do himself well to come back. And the same, I think the same thing with Trey Knox. I think you know he could do he could improve. You know, carrying two forty five for a full year, uh, playing tight end uh, for another year, and you know work on some things blocking. You know, I think was one thing that that uh, that Trey, uh, you know, which would be natural come from wide receiver that he could improve on, uh, especially blocking out in space. And uh, yeah, just improve, and maybe he. I think he has a chance. Trey Knox, I think he might have a chance to be a, a later round pick, but I don't know if he would get drafted this year. Well, I can tell you, if KJ would make a decision, say he's going to opt out for the draft, and doesn't play in the bowl game, is there any reason to go? No. I mean, you've already lost. Yeah, you've already lost Malik Hornsby. Uh, we've already seen the third quarterback's okay. I, I guess they could play the game with him, but wow. I, I, I just cannot imagine that would even – I would hope that's not even in his thought process, that he would at least play in the game. So, If K.J. is not available to play in the game, then, I mean, why would you There's no go subject to yourself to that? You know? that that's right. No, you're, you're right. Although, uh, Queen Grover was bringing up in uh, LSU, what a, it was it last year. I think they took 36 scholarship players to the bowl game and mm-hmm. got beat. You know, just – Well, there's going to be a lot – like, I mean – Think about all the guys that have, have already decided that they're, you know, not going to return. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got uh, – Stromberg didn't say he's not playing in the bowl game, but I assume he's not. It's when, when you declare let, let you know, me, let me, this me here's Okay, here's what's going to be interesting. We're going to have 24 hours mm-hmm. on this. Ricky Stromberg is on with us every Thursday night. Okay. And he wants to be on with us through the bowl game. Now, I'm going to ask him tomorrow night if he's going to play in the game. He's going to be on the air with us, and I know he he must mm-hmm. know I'm going to ask him that. But um, why would he want to be on every week going into the bowl game if he wasn't playing in the game? Yeah. Well, he didn't say he's not. He you know, in his, right. his announcement. So yeah. you know, I just said he's going to get for his final year. So you know, you've got. Uh, but it, you know, without yeah. so let's just talk portal guys. Reed Bowers okay. gone. Obviously, you got a, sure. a you know a you similar partner. I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, Kari Johnson's gone, Eric Thomas is gone, Jaden Hazelwood, yeah. uh, Ja'Cory Turner, Aaron Outley, and Hazelwood's NFL, not for but Aaron Outley, Malik Hornsby, Slusher, Joyner, Warren Thompson, Chase Lowry, Javion Hunt. I mean, um, you know, and the rest of the guys moved moved on pretty early and, and Hunt did too, but I mean that's a that's a pretty significant number of guys that but, you've got to get through them, but none of them you've got to get through Slusher. practices. Right. Well, that's it. You got to. You got to have. You got to have scout exactly. teams and you know quality right. scout team to go up against and people but, but to practice with. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. issue. The issue isn't players for the game. The issue is practice. So I get that, but there's still plenty of guys to play. What do you think about mm-hmm. Landers? Do you think he'll play in the game? I think Landers should play yeah, in the game. I think senior, he can continue to well, elevate his stock. Sure Landers has a chance. I think. I yeah, think he's got a chance. Yeah, I, I mean, think about some of the things that he did this year. I mean, he was he made some plays for Arkansas. Oh, he and was consistency good. Yeah. might have been an issue on some things, but if it was a tough catch, then he he almost always pulled it down. Um, well, some of the the stuff that was a little too easy that I think he maybe got ahead of himself and dropped. Well, again, maybe I'm I know I'm being a little selfish, but I'm thinking for Arkansas to have a chance to win the bowl game, you've mm-hmm. already lost Hazelwood. You'd sure like to have Landers playing. Wouldn't you? Absolutely, and yeah. you know you've got other good options like you know right. Trey Knox and Keetron Jackson. Um, you know he, oh. he's a guy that's really started to come on more and more. And Bryce Stevens and 
hey, yes. you know, we thought maybe there was an opportunity that we would see uh, Isaiah Satania in the last game. And yes. Didn't really. But he's another guy that I would think over okay. the practices. And that's always been one of the big benefits is the extra practices you get. It's almost like having another spring uh, with mm-hmm. the practices. And you really use it to develop the younger guys. And you could really, you know, insert and work Isaiah Satania into the game plan, yes. the game plan that you would have in the future and, and really utilize him in the bowl game. That's right. Okay, well, uh, we could talk for the rest of this half hour. There's so much to talk about, but we do have a caller for Trey. So let's get Charlie from Camden on. And, Charlie, you're on. Your question for Trey. Well, man, you guys are bringing up some great points. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here a lot of questions for Trey. but Go ahead, Trey. ask them all. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, he might he might hang up on me at that point. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no, Trey, it's crazy because that we I was on one of the other shows, uh, that, uh, our uh, halftime, uh, you know, the one that Matt Jones is on, and I was talking. They were talking right. about something that um, might be a possibility of like with all these lower bowl games. Like if you're not in that final four. I don't think Arkansas is going to be the only team dealing with this as far as, like, no. guys. No, no. And, and, that's my and my thing is, like, so my question is this, guys, because is there going to be some teams that – I know during COVID year they had an excuse, but is there going to be some teams that just said, the heck with this, I'm not playing. We don't have enough guys. Oh, yeah. I think uh, possibly, and I think that there's a chance that you could hear some teams say that there's a, a reason that, you know, they're, they're not playing and, it's, you know, maybe it's maybe it's they, they use the excuse of saying there's COVID or if they have one guy with COVID, they can say, yeah, we've just got too many guys with COVID. You know, well, we don't have enough people out there. So. We don't have enough guys. Hey, TCU have, did it to Arkansas. Is, TCU did it. Arkansas was good. They were ready to leave, and TCU yep. were not going to play. Happened two years ago. Yep. Yep. Well, but the good they, thing, they got the bowl practices, practice. so that was – yeah. That was an important thing, too. But uh, it would have been nice to have one extra game with that team. It was, it was a fun team, even well, though they only won three games, because you felt like a resurgence was coming. And um, I think one of the things that made this season just a little more disappointing was you felt like you had some momentum, and now you felt like yeah. you took a bit of a step back. Yeah. Well, i got one more before I go. The offensive line next year. Uh, mm-hmm. We know Stromberg. Trey's going to handle this tomorrow. I'm not Trey. Uh, Rick's going to handle this tomorrow. He's going to ask Rick, hey, you playing? And I don't know if he'll give you a full-blown 100% answer, but my question is this, because the two guards are most likely back, don't you think, Trey? I mean, our two inside guards, uh, Brady and mm-hmm. – uh, I'm just hoping, because I, I don't want to to replace the, the whole five. Uh, you know, I know Crawford was uh, – you know, there, he was placed on, but I know Wagner's gone, and Luke Jones had not heard anything about him, so – this offensive line, it does kind of scare me a little bit, not just because of how they play down the stretch, but who are we going to have back there if KJ does play? I don't want him getting hurt, you know. In a, right. You know, in well, a I mean, you've, you got, know, and, you've got Luke anyway, Jones, Bo Lemmer, and Brady Latham all who, um, you know, Lemmer and Latham have been on some preseason lists and stuff like before the season, like all SEC preseason, you know, this or that team. Uh I don't think any of those three guys are getting drafted, though. I mean, so, like, it would if you're not getting drafted, then it only makes sense for you to return. Or, you know, I don't know why you would transfer, but people transfer for all kinds of reasons. I mean, we 
we're going to see guys that are starters transfer, just like we saw Miles Slusher transfer. Just so I saw Greg Brooks and Joe Boucher transfer. It's just it's going to be a mixed bag of guys who transfer for various reasons. I'm not saying any of these guys are, but uh, I'm just saying reasons why they would would come back. You know, you're not getting drafted, so it makes sense to come back. Same with Dalton Wagner. You know, he didn't really have a draftable grade, so it made sense for him to come back for another year. Um, so. I think that you have some young guys on this team that are going to push those guys next year. You've just got you've got some massive, massive people. And Sam Pittman has started, you know, much younger guys on his really great offensive line at Georgia, uh, you know, and elsewhere, Arkansas too. You know, Frank Ragnall was one. Well, they've had some good players and, um, you know, elevated them. But uh, Marion Harris and Andrew Chambly and uh, Devon Manuel and uh, – uh, Patrick Kudis. Patrick Kudis is another guy that probably not a lot of people know about because he's, you know, he's from Memphis, not, I mean, he's close to Arkansas. They consider it ascension, but um, maybe a lot of people don't know about him, but he's he's got a lot of potential, a lot of ability. Um, so I think there are some young guys on this team who are, you know, maybe going to push and maybe could possibly challenge some of those guys, those guys and push them out. Um, so we'll see. I, I think those guys have a lot of cohesion, a veteran group. Uh, who, who plays, you know, you have to play together. You have to have all five guys playing together. Um, but I also think they had, you know, they all have not quite as high ceiling as Marion Harris or Andrew Chambly. Okay. All right. Well, we got another caller for you. Good answer. Let's go to Ace and Monticello. Ace, you're on. Thanks, guys. Um, and if this has been discussed, I was out of pocket the last couple of days. Uh, obviously, without naming names, just do, do you think they would be a benefit to replacing any coaches, position otherwise, on the team? Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are there some are there some coaches, like I said, without naming names? I know that's not what we're doing, uh, but just just would it would it benefit the team if we made some changes? In your opinion, and I'll hang up, listen to it. All right, Ace. Thanks for calling. What do you think, Trey? Well, I would expect changes just because. It's happened every year. I mean, certainly there's been discussion about Kendall Browse and Barry Odom, you know, with other jobs and stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of fans have pointed fingers to those guys, you know, asking for both of their heads, you know. Um, but there are, those guys, it's interesting that, you know, so many people would be like, so-and-so needs to go, he's got to get out of, you know, and they're being considered for, like, head coaching jobs or they're being – uh, coveted yeah, by other right. SEC teams to yeah. to be coordinators for their teams and stuff. And it's, yeah. You know, it's just just what side of the fence you're looking at a lot of the time. And you know, Barry Odom didn't have a very good year uh, calling defense, and a lot of that is you know, they had a lot of injury issues and stuff, um, especially in the secondary. They had some good games. They played well against LSU. But overall, this defense was, you know, 13th in a lot of major categories, 13th in the SEC out of 14 schools. Uh, you look at the offensive numbers, offensive numbers are very, very similar to what they were last year. And you also had K.J. less. You didn't have K.J. available as, as much as you did last year. And you, um, the, the difference between the numbers this year and last year, uh, red zone touchdown percentage was down a little bit. But the real, the real marker was the goal line offense was really struggled. And to me – I've said this before. I don't. I don't like Trey Knox lining up under center. I felt like he just burned a play there for no reason. But to me, 
a lot of the problems on the offensive line was, or excuse me, like the goal line was the offensive line. They just not getting, not getting enough push. And Arkansas had problems all year long on goal line situations. And guess what? They lost a lot of close games. In fact, they lost every close game aside from Cincinnati in week one. They lost every close game they were in. There wasn't a, you know, an utter spanking. Alabama, uh, Mississippi State, I guess those were pretty good spankings, but I'm talking like the way Georgia beat them last year or the way Alabama beat them the year before that. Uh, you know, there wasn't any of that. They were in most every game they played aside from those two. And, of course, they had an injured quarterback in one. And, uh, you know, Alabama, if you don't come and bring your A game against Alabama, then they're going to they're gonna beat you pretty good. So, yeah, to me, um, I don't know. I, don't, I know I went way around the, the question, but to me a lot of people point to Kendall Browse, and I, I think a, a lot of the problems were um, offensive line just could not get a push. And, and I don't know, maybe that's why they looked at Jamil Walker a little bit and said, hey, you're not getting these guys strong enough, these strength and conditioning coach. But, um, you know, uh, as far as other coaches on the staff, uh, we always see movement. You can usually point to recruiting. Now, there have been some there have been some other issues, I think, with some of the coaches uh, that have been let go in the past that you know maybe didn't have to do with on-field stuff. Um, maybe just other things uh, why they were asked to leave. But um, you, you're going to see shakeup. It just happens every year. But if something did happen with the Browse, he took another job or something like that, I, I think Dow Loggins would be probably a top candidate for to replace him. Very good. Well, no shake-up with Drive Time Sports. That's Trey Biddy. He's on every day at I this guess. time, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.